To wait is to learn the spiritual grace of detachment, the freedom of desire. Not the absence of desire, but desire at rest. St. John of the Cross lamented that the desires weary and fatigue the soul, for they are like restless and discontented children who are ever demanding this or that from their mother and are never contented. Detachment is coming to the place where those demanding children are at peace. As King David said, I have stilled and quieted my soul, like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Psalm 131, 2. Such a beautiful picture, a young one leaning against her mother's breast. There's no fussing, no insistent tears. She has learned to wait. The word detachment might evoke wrong impressions. It is not a cold and indifferent attitude, not at all. May writes, An authentic spiritual understanding of detachment devalues neither desire nor the objects of desire. Instead, it aims at correcting one's own anxious grasping in order to free oneself for committed relationship to God. Beth Ann told me this beautiful story after we both attended a conference in Denver. After nine days of being with 1,200 people, I wanted to breathe, to be alone, and to be free. So she went antique shopping downtown. The first shop she stepped into was very upscale. It felt more like a museum and, or even a cathedral than a shop. I felt out of place. Obviously, I couldn't buy anything here. I clutched my purse closely to make sure that I didn't knock anything over. Enormous English armoires, French marble fireplaces, an $18,000 Roman bathtub. Reaching the back of the store, Beth Ann turned into a narrow passage between pieces and was captivated by a stained glass window. It must have come from a chalet in France. It was propped up against the window and the light that came through it seemed somehow purified, the shades of soft yellow and blue and rose flowing from an urn of profuse flowers with ribbons elegantly fluttering away. I didn't know how long I stood there with my mouth open. It made my heart swell and fill and ache at the same time. Her mind began to race. How could she possess it for her own? But at $8,000, the window was beyond hoping for. Resignation, hopelessness, and anger followed. Then, out of nowhere, I rebounded. I will have it in my home, in heaven. Some guy making six figures may be able to have it for a few years, but I'll have it forever. It was the first time, she told me, that she saw her desires filled in the coming kingdom. I've got the better end of the deal, she said to herself, and walked out. As Thomas Akempis declared, Wait a little while, O oh my soul. Wait for the divine promise, and thou shalt have abundance of all good things in heaven. In this posture we discover that, indeed, we are expanded by longing. Something grows in us, a capacity, if you will, for life and love and God. I think of Romans eight twenty four through 25 That is why waiting does not diminish us, any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us, but the longer we wait, the larger we become, and the more joyful our expectancy. From the message. There is actually a sweet pain in longing if we will let it draw our hearts homeward.